Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by the Authentication, Validation, and Management Toolkit for those AP vendor maintenance teams that still have a mostly manual process and need fraud prevention at each critical step of the vendor maintenance process. Go to DebraRRichardson.com to see the authentication techniques, internal controls, best practices, and what template forms, vendor communications, and desktop procedures are included. On today's episode, I am talking about duplicate vendors. Yes, that internal thread that can cause duplicate payments and be an indicator of fraud in the vendor master file. So do you have processes in place to avoid adding duplicate vendors to your vendor master file or to find existing duplicate vendors? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 50, how to prevent or eliminate duplicate vendors in your vendor master file. So we have all heard or seen threats from cyber criminal phishing scams, such as business email compromise or BEC. Um, We've seen those on the news, we've seen them in social media, and they have definitely put accounts payable vendor maintenance teams on high alert. But even in the midst of these external threats, let's not forget about the internal threats, including setting up duplicate vendors because duplicate vendors in the vendor master file can result in duplicate payments and be an indicator of fraudulent vendors in your vendor master file. So first, we're going to talk about how to prevent duplicate vendors in the vendor setup process. Then we're going to talk about how to eliminate existing duplicate vendors in your vendor master file. And then we're going to touch on how automation can help. So starting with how to prevent duplicate vendors in the vendor setup process. So you want to require a business process of one tax ID per vendor record. No duplicate tax IDs. Now this may be a setting in your accounting system or ERP that you or IT needs to update. But when you turn that on, it will ensure a hard error if a vendor with the same tax ID is being created. And that prevents duplicate vendors from being set up. Now I know the first question are those that have SAP. And in SAP, for those of you that have not used it, um, you regularly set up vendors with the same tax ID if they have different 
addresses or different banking. You do set up those duplicate vendor records and then you partner them with the main uh, vendor records. So you've got the VN, the OA, the PI, but even with the limitations of SAP where you're required to enter in the tax ID multiple times depending on the vendor and their address and banking needs, there is still a process that you can take to catch any existing vendors and we'll talk about that in just a second. So the other step you can take to prevent duplicate vendors in the vendor setup process is to document the vendor or a vendor naming convention and require it to be followed by all who set up vendors. I do have some recommendations from my three-step vendor setup and maintenance process e-guide and those recommendations include standardizing how you set up government vendors, for example, town of, city of, state of, and then use line two or the DBA field for that specific department. And then that way you don't have um, your vendor maintenance team entering in, say for example, one team member enter entering in the state of Michigan and the other team member entering in Michigan state of. And so that's a good tip. Um, you also wanna avoid acronyms. You wanna avoid initials. You don't wanna use the and, you wanna use the ampersand and that's something that the IRS recommends with their 10 check service anyway. For an individual name, you wanna list their first name followed by their last name, exclude prefixes. I've got a couple more and I will put a link to the blog post that has the visual. And that will be on my website, DebraRRichardson.com. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So I do have a couple, but whatever you do, make sure you take into consideration how vendors are searched and the return results from your accounting system or ERP, because you need other team members that are looking for um, vendors to make sure that they know how to search and bring up vendors. So they're not sending you vendors again to set up in the vendor master file. And whatever your naming convention ends up being, you want to publish that. So again, those internal team members know how to search for vendors in your vendor master file. Now, the last recommendation I have to prevent vendors being set up in your vendor master file is prior to setting up a vendor, have that vendor maintenance team member search your vendor master file to confirm the vendor is not already set up. And when I say search, I mean you're, they need to do a search by legal name, use a wildcard if possible, um, so that you can catch any fat fingers, you can catch any different variations of the vendor being set up, um, let's say prior to your naming convention. So before I use the example of, you know, state of Michigan or Michigan state of. So you just want to put in there um, to search, you want to put in Michigan and the wild card before and after and see what pulls up. 
You also want to search by address to see if that same address is on multiple vendors. You may find some duplicate vendors in your vendor master file this way because if a vendor changed their name and changed their tax ID but their address stayed the same, you've got to inactivate that old vendor uh, record that has the old tax ID and the old legal name. So you may find um, uh, duplicate vendors this way as well. And then of course you want to search by tax ID. And if you flip that switch in your accounting system or ERP that only allows one tax ID per vendor record, this should be an, an easy search for you. And it should come up as long as the tax ID was entered correctly. Now, if you have multiple accounting systems or ERPs, search each of them. You still may need to add the vendor to the vendor master file um, where it does not exist anyway, but this can be a great time to determine if that vendor data needs to be updated in other vendor master files. In my previous position as AP Senior Manager over global vendor maintenance, we had multiple ERPs and we would search in uh, other ERPs to make sure that we didn't need to update some of the vendor's data um, because we had their current data like in our hands so it was easy to check that. Um, we had to be careful though because different accounting systems or ERPs typically means different entities for your company and so your company may be dealing with a a specific region or DBA of the supplier so it doesn't always match they may have different remit addresses but it's still a good time to check the other vendor master files and verify whether or not that data needs to be updated okay so now that we've looked at how to prevent duplicate vendors in your vendor master file let's look at how to eliminate existing duplicate vendors in your vendor master file so really it it, it boils down to implementing a regular review or regular reviews of your vendor master file first i do suggest that you inactivate vendor records that haven't had activity let's say purchase order, invoice, or payment activity in 13, 15, 18 months, or whatever months is right for your company and industry. And what that does is it reduces your vendor master file to make it easier to spot those vendors. And most times what that requires, if you don't have that automated in your system is running reports and having someone review them. It can be a manual task, but think about the value add from preventing potential duplicate or fraudulent payments. Now, if you found a duplicate vendor, you want to review to validate if the multiple vendor records are truly duplicates. So you want to verify the tax ID, verify the legal name versus the DBA, verify the address, etc. If you do that and it's determined that the vendor records are a duplicate, you'll need to inactivate all but one vendor record. And you need to determine which vendor record will be the surviving vendor record. So there may be some research that will be necessary 
to determine which of those vendors has open activities such as unpaid invoices or open purchase orders all of that will need to be taken into consideration. And if you have multiple vendor records and they all have or one or two have unpaid invoices or open purchase orders, you may have to work with either the purchasing team or the invoicing team, um, depending on how large your company is, but you may need to work with other groups in order to close uh, the purchase order under the old vendor or the vendor you want to close and then move it over to the vendor number that will survive. So again, this may not be an easy or a fast process, especially since it may include other groups, but the value add in preventing potential duplicate payments or fraudulent payments, it makes the task worthwhile. Okay, so we just talked about how long trying to find existing duplicate vendors or researching those duplicate vendors in your vendor master file can be. So the next section is, well, how can automation help? Well, how about this? Implement a vendor self-registration portal. The vendor will maintain their own vendor record, removing vendor sensitive information from internal team members who only have that information to pass it to accounts payable anyway. And with the vendors maintaining their own vendor registration, there is less potential that a new vendor will need to be set up when changes are requested or when that vendor has to go in and make changes. Now keep in mind, not all portals are alike. Make sure you find one that has duplicate vendor validation as well as other validations, including the IRS 10 match. So you make sure that the tax ID they're entering is valid. Um, if you do need help with a business case, I do have a blog on that called Need Help with ROI for a Vendor Portal. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. So what if that vendor portal is not in reach for you yet? Or what if it is, but you still need to clean up your vendor master file? Well, how about robotics process automation or RPA? And where this can help with is at the point where you are doing those manual reviews, you're pulling reports and someone is manually reviewing them. But with RPA, you can save your, yourself or another team member some steps. So you can schedule to run reports um, for those reports to be run monthly, quarterly, or annually that fit the criteria for inactivating vendors and that identify duplicate vendors based on legal name, tax ID, or address where there is a match. And then you can have those reports delivered directly to your or the applicable team members email inbox in order to review and what better trigger what better reminder that the review needs to be done than to get the reports with the exact information that you need on it in your email uh, at a scheduled interval now, if you are an SMB, a small or medium-sized business, you can check out my blog, SMBs, Think Robotics Process Automation or RPA is Out of Reach, 
Think Again. It also includes a podcast interview with Wilton White of Diversified Robotics, where he talks about how he helps his clients implement RPA one step at a time. It's not scary, folks. And if you want to just search for that podcast, it's podcast episode 39. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope I gave you some helpful tips and I actually really wanna know how you deal with duplicate vendors. If you have any additional tips or best practices, recommendations that you can share, be sure to comment on the platform that you use to listen. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 50th episode of Putting the AP in Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. 